Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Welcome to another episode of the Share Chair Podcast. I'm Mr. Greg Kovalak from Fruber High School. And uh, today, excited to have Olivia Ward as our guest. So, Hi! Olivia, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So <laughs> I, uh, I've been looking forward to this. Uh, I knew that uh, I wanted to include you in the uh, podcast yeah. uh, episode sometime this year. And uh, it works out good now for some timing. But one of the reasons I like is to have some diversity. And uh, you're a student that's uh, known around the school for a lot of different things. But one of them is your involvement with, like, arts. Yeah, actually. So tell us about that a little bit. Okay, so I have been involved with theater for almost 13 to 14 years, since I was two or three years old. And, um, you know, as a kid, I was never very good at sports. I mean, if I would have put a lot of work in, I think I would have been a pretty decent sports player. But athletics, I don't think was ever for me. But when I was younger, I was so dramatic about everything. Like, I'd stub my toe and I think it'd go on for like 30 minutes of me crying and screaming, you know. And so my parents were like, we need to get her to some acting classes. And the second I was put into an acting class, it was like, my life had changed. Like, I know that's dramatic, but seriously, like, my whole life was just, you know, based around theater at that point. And theater is just something where you know, you can be anyone, but still be yourself. And I think it's so cool because you can transport yourself into all these different worlds of different things. You know, you can be in the 50s or you could be in the future. Or you could be in the jungle, anything like that. And I have been involved in over probably about 20 productions actually now. And yeah, theater is just something that I think is so, so amazing. And even if, you know, you don't have any love for the arts, I think everyone should at least see a play once in their life, you know? <laughs> oh, for sure. So I was fortunate that I grew up a well-rounded uh, person with sports. My per- my parents would take me to the opera uh-huh. and see shows. Uh, I went to a liberal arts college, which right. is not like a politically liberal thing. It just means like you're a well-rounded student, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And uh, my best friend, who is also one of the, uh, you know, the kind of the uh, champion of this podcast, mm-hmm. uh, is a theater major himself. Very cool. And so shout out to Mr. Tooney over there that's uh, <laughs> been listening to this. And uh, yeah, so I uh, love seeing my, my buddy's shows and stuff like that. And yeah. So, so now uh, let's go back. So you're a junior. Yes. Right? So what does that make you, like 16, maybe 17? Um, I'm actually very young for my grade. I just turned 16. So you're 16. Yes. And you've been doing this since you were two years old. You're yes. involved in with art. So that's amazing. Uh, some people don't do things for more than five years ever mm-hmm. in their whole life. And uh, you've been yeah. doing this for so long. And that's amazing. I know. What, uh, what organizations did you get started with in uh, those acting classes when you were younger? Right. So um, downtown, the Muskegon, the Muskegon Civic Theater actually does like education programs where they do like an acting class. Now, I wouldn't like say I was ever like a trained actress. It was more of like a group of kids who loved acting would get together and they would like, we would do a play. We'd learn a little bit about here and there, you know? So when I was a little bit younger, I did a lot of improv classes because as like a two, three, four year old, that's very hard to remember lines, you know? So I just did a lot of improv work, which improv is like thinking on your feet, you know, just fluently acting. So I would do a lot of like dance classes and a lot of like, you know, just say this or be this animal for fun. But as I got a little bit older, I was into a lot of um, older classes where we would do, you know, bigger plays and I would learn a lot more memorization skills, a lot more, you know, theater skills itself. So I'm actually still in that acting class and I've had some of my friends who've been in acting class since I was like two years old. 
So it's actually super, super cool that we have all been friends for so long. And now, yeah, I've obviously been expanding into a little more things like that. But Muskegon Civic Theater is where I originally started all of my acting. <laughs> Great. And so uh, I'm actually familiar with that. My son has dabbled in it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he did some stuff in his middle school years with oh, the wow. Muskegon Civic Theater. Yeah. Those, those Saturday morning little uh, Saturday workshops morning or classes. That's exactly and, what I do. And uh, they, he loved the, uh, the improv stuff, too. So great. What... Um, you said something about skills, like you learn skills. Like, so what kind of acting skills even exist? <laughs> right. No, I get you. Okay. So there's a lot that actually goes into acting. You know, a lot of people would be like, oh, you know, I can just act. But the thing is, you have to, one skill that I've learned is that you have to really take yourself out of where you are because so many people get embarrassed to be in front of a million people. And with acting is you have to own it. Otherwise, you can't fully show the character. So a skill is to just let yourself go, you know, just be so lucid, you know, just do everything in front of a million people. Projection is one. because What's projection? Projection is like speaking loudly and clearly. You know, you can't speak very mumbled, especially with these masks is like a new thing is that people need to project, especially like in class, you know. So projection is something to speak to an audience of how many, you know, just so that they can hear you. Um, Another skill is being open to the audience. Um, A lot of people, when they're nervous, they either tense up or they turn away. And you need to be open. Another being a thing of lucid, just being open to the audience, you know, big movements, big faces. Because on camera acting, you have to have subtle, subtle faces. But with theater acting, live acting, you need to have the most extravagant, big, everything, so that everyone can see you. Exactly. I can see that. Great. And so uh, which skills uh, were like the most challenging for you? One skill, I I hate being embarrassed. I hate being embarrassed. And being embarrassed, I've learned to overcome that, but I hated being embarrassed. And I hated playing the ugly characters, the bad characters, the characters that people would joke about me playing. So a skill was really just becoming, you know, being confident in what I was doing like the skill of just being what I was. Cause I would, you know, try to play the character down or I would try to hand it off to someone else or I would act like, you know, I wasn't doing that or even just being in theater in general, you know, you work hard at acting. So you just develop like develop skills as you keep going. So I wouldn't say there wasn't any like super skills that I had to work on dancing and singing. If you're more involved in musical work, that's something I had to work on. I was never good at that right away, but yeah, I think it's just more of a, it's like a practice thing. You just, you know, you learn things as you go and it just becomes more natural. And it sounds like you've had lots and lots of experience. Oh, yes. <laughs> and so I feel like when people really have a passion about something and, and why I invited you, they, they do it more than just the, uh, like maybe the school offerings. Like if you yep. love basketball, you'll play for the school, but you'll also play for basketball for oh, like totally. a travel team. Or if you're you know, into uh, mathematics, right? right? You'll do math class, but you look for something else. You'll, you'll join math club or something right. like that. And so same thing with theater. So that's great that you got involved with this and stuff. So you mentioned that you've been in a lot of productions. Mm-hmm. And now I got to see you in one, which I just love when you yes. did uh, Into the Woods. So I want to come back to that because that's been something sure. more recent. But give me a list of some of the other shows you've been in from your time when you were, you know, in elementary school, I imagine, right. and, and all the way through. So... And, and uh, where did you do the shows at? Okay, so I was in a lot of, like, 
I wouldn't say not very known plays because every play has their own things, but I was in a lot of very, you know, typical, just theater kid type of classes. And so we would just kind of do some shows we found off the internet, you know. So when I was a little bit younger, I had this improv monologue, which is like mono being like one, you know, you just talk by yourself. And I did this monologue about the tooth fairy. And I remember I was so nervous because I had to do it in front of like 10 people. (laughs) And it was all about the tooth fairy. And once it was done, I literally remember like sitting on the floor in front of everyone and just breathing. Like I was so, you know, happy that I just got it all done. So that's one. A couple of the productions that stand out to me, most of my productions before the age of like fifth grade were at the Muskegon Muskegon Civic Theater for my acting classes. But when... Uh, younger kids were allowed into Fruitport's musicals. My first musical at Fruitport was Cinderella and I actually played a horse. (laughs) And I I, like was hooked up to the carriage. (laughs) I had these white fuzzy pants on. And we like brought the carriage around. And then I was in Beauty and the Beast. I was a townsperson. And then I actually took a year off from the Fruitport musicals because I was focusing more on developing my acting skills. Because you know when I was a little bit younger it was just like oh we do this play you know. And there's one play that actually sticks out to me a lot. And so over the summer, I do a lot of like workshops, you know. So I think I was in sixth or seventh grade. And there was this workshop that my acting coach was putting on. And it was called, it was a musical Fame. So back in like the 80s or 90s, there was a show called Fame. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Vaguely, vaguely. Yep. Yeah. And it was about like, you know, these high schoolers that, you know, they go to like performing arts school. So they turned into a musical. And I went into it knowing I wanted to play this character named Carmen. Carmen was like the character who was going to be on Broadway. And she was this like beautiful, amazing. She was like the star of the show. She's the lead. Yes. Okay. And so I got a little bit cocky and I went into it thinking, you know what? I know this acting coach. I've been doing acting for how long? I'm going to get it. So I went into it. I auditioned and I was so ready to get the part. I figured out that I was playing this part called Tyra. So Tyra was this like edgy kind of upset, didn't want to be there type of character. <laughs> and I was distraught. I was so mad. I literally remember we did a read through, which is like when you first get your script, you just read through your parts. And I did it the most crappy way. I like was awful. I give was me, so mean. Before, uh, give me some context. Is Was this all youth in this show? Yes. Or was it mixed adults in? It was all youth. It was a, it was, it was a it kid's was like, production. Yes, it was okay, a kid's gotcha. production. And I was so upset and I texted my dad and I was like, I want to leave. I'm so mad. And he was like, absolutely not. You know, you're sticking through this. You don't get every part that you want. That's not how it goes. So through the week, it was a week long thing. I slowly started to realize that the character I was chosen was because the director knew I could play that part. And he wanted me to play that part because he thought it would stretch my acting. He thought it would be a great fit for me. And to come out of it, it was my favorite, one of my favorite parts I've ever played. And I really had to listen to my dad. You know, he was like, you were like, he put you in this part for a reason. You know, it wasn't just because of this. And obviously I was a seventh grade brat who thought I was, you know, but it really made me think that was like, I really needed to take a step back. First of all, humble myself. And second of all, I needed to think about, you know, the reasoning and how that was stretched my acting and all that stuff. And my dad said that and my and my mom said that after they watched this program, they said it was like the moment they realized I could actually like do something with acting. And they said it was one of my favorite roles, my like breakout roles. (laughs) And so, yeah, it was super cool. I've been involved in a couple other things. Our school did Legally Blonde. 
I was also in a few plays um, downtown. Like there was, I never saw another butterfly, which I will talk about later, but I was also in Into the Woods that you saw and Into the Woods was like such an accomplishment for me. Yeah. Let let me kind of, let me set it up here. So, so you, uh, uh, so you played a uh, little red riding hood, yeah. which to me was like a lead. I don't know. Yes, maybe more than just one lead. And, uh, and you were the youngest person on the cast. Like this I was. was like a, a well-experienced, um, adult cast through central park players, which is the, uh, grand Havens uh, civic yeah. theater program. And, uh, you auditioned for this part and you went after the part and you got offered the part. Is that right? Yes. So, and, uh, yeah. and, and let me tell you that, that, uh, you stood out. You were amazing. <laughs> Thank I was you. so, uh, engaged by your performance and, uh, big smiles on my face thinking about it. Thank and you. so, um, yeah, so tell us more about what, what, what was that so good about doing yeah. that show? Okay. So I help at a summer camp and the music director was telling me about, how Into the Woods was in Grand Haven. I've never done anything in Grand Haven with theater before. They don't know my name. They don't know who I am. So she was telling me how the director hates casting kids. Anyone under 20 is a no for him. He does not like kids. He doesn't like how, you know, they act, not mature. He, I don't know. He just doesn't like kids. So she was like, I think you should audition, but I'm not, I'm going to tell you right now, I think you're great, but I don't think you're going to get the part. So I was like, all right, why not? Let's go for it. And so we worked on some music for the part and I went into the audition and I was so nervous. I mean, this was very high scale for me. There was so many adults everywhere and people try, there was over 60, 70 girls who tried out for little red. 60 or 70 I girls think so, yes. who tried out and were, are any of them in the adult category? Like, yes. A lot of them were over 20. Wow. So that already had their one up on me because you know, yeah. the director wanted an older girl and so he also wanted someone who was a little bit shorter because so if into the woods, there is a character named Jack, Jack and the giant beanstalk. And he relies on his mother for everything. And they, he wanted the contrast of how little red is on her own and how Jack is with his mom. So I'm a pretty tall girl for my age. And so I went into it and I was so nervous. Like I was shaking, but you have to audition. It's an open audition. So you have to open, you have to do it in front of everyone. So I did my audition and I have never been like more nervous in my life. So I went home, like could not walk, talk, and I got a callback. So callbacks are when they bring you back to read and sing to see if they would like you for the part. I think there was like five girls my age, or not my age, sorry, um, my character. Yep. And they were all older than me. And so I auditioned and I ended up getting the part. Did you just rock it? Um, yes. Did you know, did you leave confident? Like I, I did as good as I could. No, actually. Oh no. Okay. I am my worst enemy. I will, you know, I, I never want to get myself hyped up because I don't want to let myself down. So I was like, so nervous. I was like, Oh my gosh, like, are you kidding me right now? There's all these older girls. They're probably, you know, gonna like do, do better and stuff like that. And so I actually got a text from the music director and she said, Hey, hi, little red. And I, that's how you got it announced. Yes. Oh, good for and you. And so I woke my parents up. They're sleeping. And I was like, mom, dad, I got the part. I got the part. And so they were up and I called my director who directs the musicals here. And I told her, I was like, I got the part. What's, what, what's her name? Cindy Curtis. Of course. Everyone knows Cindy everyone Curtis. Knows Cindy we got to put her name in the yep. podcast. Yeah. And so I called Cindy and I was like, are you kidding me? I just got the part. And we just had this 20 minute talk about how proud she was. And, um, yeah, so 
the pro like the production was one of my like favorite things ever. It was like the coolest thing ever. It was like it was very long hours because it was adults. So, so it was uh, a more. I mean, it's no. I know it's semi-professional. It's mm-hmm. right, but but it was more professional than the other ones you had than done. Something I've ever done. And did you uh, step into that role and fit in nicely? Uh, like like there wasn't people like oh I got to share a scene with the kid or anything. like No, that. actually, everyone was very like she's very good for a like a kid and. That was just so cool to me, but it would be like I would come home from school and I would go there from like three to ten at night, and behind like behind the stage, I'd be doing homework, I'd be doing all this stuff, and actually, um, I missed my homecoming dance for the play. I remember that. I remember you telling us, yeah, because you had a show then. I had a show, and so you missed your, your. I missed my homecoming dance, and it's just like you know, I work so hard for these type of things. So I always want to make sure that, you know, like I missed my dance. I was going to, I had a boyfriend. I mean, I still do. Like I had my boyfriend, he wanted to go and it was, but you have to sacrifice things that you want to do in your life. And yeah. Are you, are you glad you sacrificed? Oh, I'm so, I'm so happy. Good. I'm glad that the, the, the sacrifice you made, the social time you had, having to budget your time uh, to get your school or work responsibilities done while you're preparing for the show and missing your homecoming dance. I'm glad you felt it was worth it because yeah. uh, it was it was great. What, uh, what other lessons have you learned through theater? Like, I think it's great when you have lots of life experiences and you can learn lessons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what... Um, you mentioned a couple already, but is there any, any other lessons theaters taught you about life? Um, definitely. So they taught me a lot of hard work pays off. So speaking of Into the Woods, after my show, someone came up to me who I've never met before, and he watches a million Broadway plays. And he told me, he goes, you played Little Red better than the Broadway performer. Whoa, what a compliment. Exactly. And... You know, I was so mad about missing, like we just talked, missing my homecoming, never hanging out with friends, missing birthday parties. And I was like, accomplished, you know. And that's what theater taught me is hard work. Hard work pays off. You know, like you may go through some hard things, but it always pays off in the end. Um, definitely. So, so you have the lesson, the hard work pays off. Lesson uh-huh. is you don't always get what you want. Oh, you yeah. don't get the role, but you can make the most of it you if you have the, the right attitude. Yeah. Uh, and did I interrupt you? Was there another no, one I could um, say? Yeah, being yourself. Um, I struggled a lot with, like I said, not being good at sports. And I was so mad because when I was a little bit younger, theater wasn't theater wasn't something that everyone would be like, oh, that's cool. You know, people, some people stereotype the theater kid, yeah, yeah. you know, you're a little bit different, but I've grown to be myself and love my passion and love myself for what I love, you know? And so I mean, like comfortable in your own skin. Comfortable in my own skin. So even though you're playing a character that's different than yes. you, there's still a level of being comfortable with yourself. Oh, totally. That is, that is, uh, uh, that's hard for me to like process. Almost sounds like two opposite things. It's so things. weird. But, and uh, here at Fruitport, um, there's definitely some people involved in theater, but I wouldn't say it's like the biggest thing here. So people kind of know me as like the theater girl. And I would say people still love me for what I do and who I am. And people have come to know like, you know, it's not what I do, but they appreciate how hard I work and what I do. And that's something that I want, like, everyone, you know, to, like, do. And that's something I've learned is just to be yourself and, be like, do what you want. Be your, like, do your own passions, you know, follow through with what you want because, 
you know, if you love to do what you love to do, you know, and that's what I've learned for theater. Why do you love being on stage so much? So I love being on stage because it's, it's a, it's like a thrill, you know, like a, like a rush. It's a rush. Also, I've always loved, I always loved pretend when I was young. I loved to play all these different things. You know, I wanted to be a doctor, a nurse, a princess. You played school. I played school. Oh, I love school. (laughs) So it was so cool. It's so cool to play all these different characters. You know, one day I'm Eva Witch and one day I'm the good princess. And it's so cool. And also what I talked about is with accomplishment. There is nothing better than working your butt off and then the lights hit you and the whole crowd is clapping for you. And it is just something that is so amazing. And like I said, I've always just loved movies and theater and everything like that. So that's what I love. But it's a calming. It's something that you just, I can just let myself go and be whoever I want while being myself, you know? (laughs) It's so cool. I love everything about it. And so, but you don't just love the stage. You got involved like on the coaching or teaching side of that. And so... Uh, quickly tell us what uh, what that's what's that like? What do you do for that? Yeah. And what's rewarding about it? Right. So when I'm a little bit older, I want to be a theater teacher. I've always loved teaching and I've loved theater. So putting together to be a theater teacher. And so what I do right now is I help kind of coach and I help teach acting. Actually. Are you teaching like the classes you used to attend the Saturday morning? Yeah, workshops? I help out with those. Yes. And is that through the Muskegon Civic Muskegon Theater? Theater? Yes. Right. Great. Um, I assisted, so over the summer, Muskegon Civic Theater puts on a little kids Yeah, like a youth program, performance. A youth yeah, performance yeah, yeah. for three weeks. And so I assistant direct those because I, you know, there's something about sharing my passion, something about seeing those little kids be so excited and come together to make something so beautiful is so rewarding when someone comes up to you and you're like, good, that was so great. You know, my daughter has done so good or this performance is amazing. You feel so like wow, you know, like I helped this little kid be something that they wanted to be or do something that they love. It's so cool. I mean, as you can relate with a teacher, like when that student gets that A that they've worked so hard for, it's something where it's like a little kid who's having issues with being confident on stage. And when they come out and have this breakthrough role, you're like, wow, like I helped them through that. Yeah, they're proud of themselves and that makes you proud. Exactly. I know that as a a teacher and coach for sure. Yeah. So what, uh, so you said about the future, maybe getting into uh, teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Any other futures, uh, thoughts in the theater world? Like, like I imagine people, you know, your age, like I'm moving to Hollywood or I'm moving to New York and I'm going to try to make it. I know that's hard to do. And, and, uh, I mean, the the little bit, I think that if that was a dream of yours, that that's something that you could, uh, you could chase. And is is that something that you (laughs) thought about or, um, I definitely have my biggest dream actually is to be like on Broadway and my dream school is Juilliard. I'd love to go to performing arts, Mm -hmm. um, you know, college, but, I want to, never that I set my goals low, but I never want to put my expectations too high. So how I feel is that I'm just going to keep going with what I'm doing and I'm going to work hard. I'm going to chase after that. But if it doesn't happen, I have something to bounce off on. Like if I, I definitely want to be an actress. I think being an actress has been my dream since I was little. But it's so hard to make it in Hollywood. It is like one of the hardest things to yeah, be a famous of course, actress. Of course. So as my parents always taught me, have something to rebound on. So my dream is to be an actress, and I actually want to move to New York when I'm a little older to live there to get the to get the feel of New York. Yeah. Um, maybe get an agent 
or maybe try out for some things down there and see where my life takes me. But for my backup is definitely to be a theater teacher. So something that's, you know, reboundable. But for right now, definitely, I want to move out there, get the feel for things and just try my best. And if my best, you know, like I have other things that I love to do, you know? Great. I really respect people that uh, chase after their dreams yeah. even if they're big. And so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, you know, good, good luck with that. Thank you. Thanks for listening to part one of this episode of the Share Chair podcast. Please return next week to hear part two of our conversation with Olivia Ward, where we pivot from talking about acting to hearing about the internal battles Olivia has learned to overcome, as well as the current project she is part of on the education and remembrance of the Holocaust. And of course, you will want to hear Olivia share her best piece of advice for our listeners.